Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sira, and much more. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والنجم إذا هوى ما ضل صاحبكم وما غوى وما ينطق عن الهوى إن هو إلا وحي يوحى علمه شديد القوى ذو مرة فاستوى وهو بالأفق الأعلى ثم دنا فتدلى فكان قاب قوسين أو أدنى فأوحى إلى عبده ما أوحى ما كذب الفؤاد ما رأى أفتمارونه على ما يرى ولقد رآه نزلة أخرى عند سدرة المنتهى عندها جنة المأوى إذ يغشى السدرة ما يغشى ما زاغ البصر وما طغى لقد رأى من آيات ربه الكبرى أفرأيتم اللات والعزى ومنات الثالثة الأخرى ألكم الذكر وله الأنثى تلك إذا قسمة ضيزى إن هي إلا أسماء سميتموها سميتموها أنتم وآباؤكم ما أنزل الله بها من سلطان يتبعون إلا الظن وما تهوى الأنفس ولقد جاءهم من ربهم الهدى أم للإنسان ما تمنى فلله الآخرة والأولى وكم من ملك في السماوات لا تغني شفاعتهم شيئا لا تغني شفاعتهم شيئا إلا من بعد أن يأذن الله إلا من بعد أن يأذن الله لمن يشاء ويرضى بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والصلاة والسلام على رسوله الكريم والحمد لله رب العالمين حمد الشاكرين رب اشترح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل العقدة من لساني يفقه قولي 
Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Dear brothers and sisters, uh, tonight, inshallah, we will continue the series of discussions and tafsir uh, of the surah of the Quran al-Kareem according to the revelation uh, in the sequence of revelation. And so far we have done 22 surahs. Uh, last time we have done Surah Al-Ikhlas, before that was Surah Al-Nas, and before that was Surah Al-Falaq. And we did Surah Al-Kafirun and Surah Al-Takathur, uh, uh, and so on, until we uh, uh, we started with Surah Al-Alaq. So today we are doing Surah Al-Najm in the sequence of Revelation. Uh, now there is, before I proceed, uh, there is some uh, discussions and disputes uh, among the scholars whether this surah was revealed at a much later stage or at this stage. And the uh, issue for the uh, uh, for the dispute or let's say the different of understanding is because some of the Mufassirin, uh, they... Uh, uh, they refer this surah, in fact, most of the Mufassirin, that this uh, surah, the beginning of the surah, as I will be talking about, it talks about the event of the Mi'raj, which is the time when the Prophet Sallallahu uh, Alaihi Wasallam was in a journey to Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa, and from Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa to the uh, highest levels of the uh, heavens. Uh, and that, of course, that event, uh, happened definitely after the event of the uh, Isra, which was revealed in Surah Al-Isra, which also uh, is talked about that Surah Al-Isra was revealed in the last uh, three years in, in Mecca before the Hijrah. Uh, it was uh, revealed uh, uh, according to some narration three years before the Hijrah of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam to uh, Al-Madinah. But anyway, uh, that I will keep in mind while I am uh, doing the uh, discussion tonight, inshallah. Uh, but I wanted to make, uh, at least to make this uh, issue uh, before we uh, proceed, inshallah. Now, that's number one. Uh, number two, what uh, I wanted to mention here is on the, uh, the beginning of the surah, uh, which start after Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim wal-Najmi idha hawa Allah Azza wa Jal is making this oath by al-Najm al-Najm which is a star uh, and it says the star it's not any star it's Allah Azza wa Jal is talking about a specific star in the heavens which one is that there is again some discussions uh, uh, according to one of the Mufassirin it is the Najm or the uh, uh, the star which is called Ash-Sha'ra. Ash-Sha'ra is one of the stars the Arabs used to uh, to use a lot in their trips, in their uh, guidance, their directions uh, during nights uh, when they are in the desert. Uh, some others, others, they said it's Al-Thurayya. Al-Thurayya is a group of stars. Uh, and here uh, they say in the explanation that the word Al-Najm which means that the star, it can be termed or it can be used for plural as well as for singular. An-Najm means a group of stars or a single star. 
if it's a group of stars then it's the as they say it's called a thuraya and the thuraya again it's a group of stars in the uh, in the skies where the arabs they used uh, to seek their directions and guidance when they are alone in the desert uh, and you know in the desert it's widespread where there is no way to get directions especially if you are traveling at night until and unless you know the positions of the stars and uh, uh, regarding the positions of the stars uh, Allah Azza wa Jal in one surah in another place he says I will not make an oath with the positions and the locations of the stars because those locations they do have a, a specific significance and he says it's an oath which is absolutely great only if you know the significance of this issue about the positions uh, of the uh, stars now at some point the uh, positions as far as the Arabs were concerned and the, uh, during the revelation of the Quran uh, it was uh, the positions which uh, provide them some guidance to navigate and to travel uh, amazingly it's like GPS these days GPS it's the global positioning systems which uses what is called the uh, artificial uh, satellites or the, the satellites which are put in the uh, orbits and they start providing navigation uh, directions but the those navigation directions were directly obtained from the positions of the stars so this is uh, again a, re a re relevance to this uh, uh, to this beginning of the surah uh, also another issue which i want to uh, bring here is the issue of the oath that allah azza wa jal uh, in the first surah revealed in the Quran and throughout the Quran he uses this issue of making this qasam qasam is an oath which says one najmi wal layli wal fajri wal shamsi wa see all of these are uh, types of swear I swear by I make an oath by and uh, in the earlier surahs uh, revealed in Mecca this was a, a style of the Quran, it was commonly used. We have seen that in Surah Al-Fajr, where Allah Azza wa says, Wal-Fajri, Wal-Ayalin Ashr. He makes an oath by the dawn. And the dawn, of course, is a specific position of the earth vis-a-vis -vis the sun. That's how the uh, Fajr comes out, uh, right before the sunrise, or be before the earth makes its orbit uh, while it's orbiting around itself vis-a-vis -vis the sun, the fajr, the, the, the dawn comes out. So Allah Azza wa Jal makes uh, an oath by the dawn. Uh, in another place, Allah makes an oath by al-layl, wal-layli idha yagsha, al-layl which is the totally opposite of the dawn. Wal-layl, I make swear by the night when the night takes over and makes like a lid on the universe where universe where night is so that nothing can be seen like you are covering uh, uh, the uh, the earth or the places where the night has fallen another place Allah says was I make a swear by a shams and the time when the Sun rises above the horizon and becomes slightly 
warm before the heat of the uh, of the midday washamsi waduhaha so all of these and here uh, uh, in this uh, uh, surah allah starts this oath by annajm wannajm idha hawa in other places allah makes this type instead of an oath uh, it is talking about events that happen in the in the uh, universe like surah at takwir where he says idha ash-shamsu kuwirat wa idha an-nujum kadarat when the sun uh, explodes uh, and becomes in totally uh, out of uh, control wa idha an-nujum kadarat when all the uh, the stars start falling uh, down apart one by one idha an-nujum kadarat so that's another way of putting this universal events if you will the or ayat the the signs of allah of his greatness of his power which are visible in the universe at large as much as these ayat of allah are visible with their greatness in the quran and here in this surah allah begins with this issue one najmi idha hawa i swear by a najm by a najm by this uh, the, a star once that star falls down the between the ideas of iman and aqidah and islam on the side of the prophet وسلم, and the ideas of shirk uh, 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 worshiping more than one god other than allah جل, and the ideas of kufr in general the disbelief in allah جل, where on their uh, on, at, at their peak this this is the time where the Prophet وسلم, was ordered to tell to, to make a split قُلْ يَا أَيُّهَا الْكَافِرُونَ لَا أَعْبُدُ مَا تَعْبُدُونَ or you are who, who, the, the, addressing the kuffar look I'm not going to worship whatever you have worshipped in the past or you will worship in the future as much as you are rejecting to uh, worship my Allah جل, my God Allah جل, as the only God to be worshipped it is the time when the kuffar of Mecca used to uh, point finger to the Prophet وسلم, that he will be left alone, he will not be succeeded by anyone whether uh, uh, from the blood inheritance or the followers uh, of Islam. It's the time when, uh, uh, when the Sahaba of the Prophet وسلم, had been going through lots and lots and lots of persecutions and uh, uh, they were suppressed uh, in Mecca. They were not allowed to go out and speak and to give the da'wah. Uh, it is the time when the kuffar of Mecca were uh, uh, conferring in different conferences, trying to find out how are we going to present Muhammad to the rest of the Arabs when the Arabs come to Mecca and make pilgrimage. What are we going to tell them about this man who is advocating a new religion and new ideas about faith, about the universe, about uh, the, the oneness of the creator, and the fact that this one creator has created everything, including the stars, the sun, I mean, the sun is part of the stars, and the mountains, and all of these uh, uh, things that we see around the universe, the life, uh, uh, humans, animals, plants, uh, fish in the sea, everything is talking that 
All of these issues beyond them is Allah Azza wa Jal, one and only one God. What are we going to tell the people? These ideas we cannot refute. Ah, one way, probably, as was said in Surah Al-Qalam, let's say that he's crazy, he's insane. This man is just bluffing. He, he doesn't know what he's talking about. He's out of his mind. Please, please, please don't listen to him. He's one of our fools, one of the people who, who has gone... Uh, uh, out of his uh, uh, mental stability, he's unstable mentally, he's psychologically ill. That's what they wanted to say. And then uh, they also uh, articulated another thing, said, well, when people listen to Muhammad, peace be upon him, no way they will think, they will accept the, uh, the idea or the, the notion that he is sick mentally. This is not, uh, these are not words the one that he's uttering or talking or speaking or preach or uh, making uh, da'wah for, these are not signs of a man who is ill or who is sick or who is uh, mentally unstable. On the contrary, this is wisdom. So that's not going to fly. So what are we going to say? Well, he's a magician. He has this magnific magnificent way of putting words together so he can dilute you such that you will not be able to know whether you are listening good or bad. So you will be absolutely uh, obsessed by this man. So uh, this is Sahar. Or yet better, let's say he's Sha'ar, he's a poet. And uh, again, within the Arab community, poetry was very famous. It's very, well, it's very common to have some people who are excellent at poetry and saying poems so so let's say that muhammad is a poet so that was the type of propaganda being fabricated in the society of mecca against muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam and that of course you could relate to that's easy to relate for today when the someone comes out in the uh, in the media and start uh, spreading the notion terrorism so that word terrorism did not come out just like that it was years of uh, conferencing between top elites. In fact, there were uh, uh, three major conferences that took place towards the uh, end of the uh, 70s where people wanted to bring the notion of terrorism and put it in Oxford Dictionary, which was designed the meaning of it, the structure of it, so that it fits uh, a certain group of Muslims who are calling for Islam to bring Islam back. Uh, uh, and this was reflected in one of the reports by the Rand, Corpora Rand Corporation uh, in one of their reports where they said, uh, uh, whatever is that, uh, uh, whoever is preaching or bringing Islam as an ideology is our enemy is the one who should be labeled with fundamentalism or terrorism unless you are moderate uh, moderate means you accept us the way we are and we accept you as we want you to be then you are uh, you should not be celebrated and you should be or he should be or this group of people should be our enemy till the end of this world so that's the type of things that was happening in mecca just like it's happening today, exactly. And that, these are the tools that they have. I will suppress you, I will prevent you, 
uh, I will try to defeat your ideas. But then if nothing works, I will say, oh, you are crazy, you are insane, you are terrorist, you are fundamentalist, uh, you are uh, anti, uh, anti-Semitic, if you will, uh, you are anti-black, anti-white, anti-woman, uh, trying to give some labels that try that for the purpose of deterring people from listening to you or from accepting your ideas, uh, leave alone going along along with what you want to say. And that's exactly what was happening with Prophet And this surah, it treats this issue at the beginning, right at the beginning, I swear by a najm, when this najm dissolves, when this najm or star collapses, when this najm goes down, indicating that this biggest type of thing in the minds of people at the time is this big star or the star that's used uh, enormously within the uh, societies of Mecca and the Arabian Peninsula to be a guidance for them. Uh, look, this Najm is a source of guidance to them. They want to they use it to guide them for their trips. So here Allah is bringing this notion of Najm falling and collapsing and disappearing and no longer there is this place or this position of a star that can guide the people during their trips when they can no longer see their ways. And the issue that Allah wants to dispute and to uh, uh, to, 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 to explain very well and to put things in perspective, مَا صَاحِبُكُمْ وَمَا غَوَى ضَلَّ means lost guidance. ضَلَّ when you say a camel had uh, went astray or lost its guidance in the desert so it, it cannot come back home it, uh, a person who has he lost his direction he cannot come back he is absolutely astray he's out of control he doesn't know directions he doesn't know where to go, what is a point of reference. He has no point of reference to use as a positioning system. And here Allah Azza wa putting this in contrast. On one side, an najm that the Arabs, an najm which is a star in the uh, in the skies up, they know it. It's called a shara And uh, uh, people know it. Today the people still uh, know the star. So this is a particular star in the uh, in the skies, if I see that star, I know where directions are, which way to go, north, south, west, east, you know. He says, once that thing falls and collapses, then you people who are using this najm as a point of guidance, you will lose your guidance. So you, you lose your guidance. And then once it happens, then I would say, you have lost your guidance. You are lost, period. You are lost, period. So the people who are relying on these material things to provide them guidance, including the star, once that star disappears, you lose your guidance. Now, as far as Muhammad وسلم, immediately Allah says, Ma dalla sahibukum, your friend, and he says, sahibukum, it's your, your friend. This is a type of uh, sarcastic notion. 
uh, their enemy, he's calling it's calling him your friend. Uh, sometimes you say, hey, look, hey, my friend, and you, you really mean my enemy, friend. So this enemy of yours, the one that you are accusing, will never go astray, will never lose guidance. It's a notion that he never gets lost. His point of reference, his point of reference is not the star that could collapse. It's not anything worldly, worldly that you would rely on to give you guidance that could collapse. Even today, where people, when they make their point of reference in politics, let's say, United States is my point of reference. Look, United States can fall. Actually, it is falling right now in front of our eyes. It's falling from within, just like a Najm that collapses. It's collapsing. Capitalism is collapsing. Democracy is fading away. It's fading away. It's fighting its own self. It's destroying its its own self. It's like Kissinger once said, democracy should never allow itself to demolish, to be demolished from within. But it is demolishing from within. So this Najm, the greatest possible thing that provides guidance or frame of reference to you is collapsing. It does collapse. It will collapse. I swear by a Najm, whenever it collapses, it will collapse. It will never exist forever. It doesn't because after all, it's material being. It's limited. It will never be forever. On the other side, on the other side, the guidance given to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and therefore to all Muslims who believe in Muhammad, peace be upon him, and in Islam, will never lose guidance, will always be on the right path. In fact, the other issue, وَمَا غَوَى مَا ضَلَّ صَاحِبُكُمْ وَمَا غَوَى غَوَى means he never goes astray. He doesn't get lost. He doesn't lose guidance. And he will never be astray. He will never be off the track. Because remember, if you are off the track, no matter how you walk, how much you travel, how much you spend energy, you will never reach your position. You are astray. This is ghawa. Ghawa when there is an internal, internal type of false or fault. There is a fault that happens. In fact, the Arabs, they used to use this word ghawa or ghiwaya for the milk when the milk gets rotten because of the bacteria it, uh, it becomes smelly it becomes uh, 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 a source of bacteria and illness it becomes rotten it's bad it's corrupt uh, so that's rawat internally you are unable to proceed and and, and reach your goals astray so the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam allah says look on contrast between the people who follow the guidance of a star, whether that star is a big state like America or like Britain or France or Russia today, or like the star in the sky or something so big or an, an artificial light that you have, this can disappear. At any point of time, it can collapse. A najm, which is the greatest of the greatest of the greatest things, it can collapse. It disappears. It no longer exists. It doesn't have eternality. It does have a limit. It is limited by nature. It is uh, uh, potentially coming down. 
no matter how long it stays. And we know that from history, based on civilizations uh, in history, uh, uh, powerful entities, Fir'aun was thinking himself as a Najm on earth, uh, the people of Ad, people of Thamud, uh, uh, all of these. And of course, today we don't have to go to history. We know Britain is collapsing in front of our eyes. It was a country whose the sun never uh, uh, disappears from the horizons of so-called Great Britain. America is dominating the entire world. The Soviet Union was there a few years ago, and it was uh, playing a big god in this world, and it's gone. It's gone. So it's a Hawa. It's not only the star. Anything that resembles a star, big enough, provides a frame of reference for certain people, like a guidance, can collapse. But the deen of Allah Azzawajal, the wahi that comes from Allah Azzawajal, is permanent because Allah Azzawajal is permanent, is eternal. So the one who is following the guidance of, the, of Allah Azzawajal, the guidance from Allah Azzawajal, Ma dalla will never be lost, will never go astray, will never be off the track. That is one. وَالنَّجْمِ إِذَا هَوَى مَا ضَلَّ صَاحِبُكُمْ وَمَا غَوَى Now, this guidance that is eternal, coming from Allah Azza wa Jal, as long as Allah Azza wa Jal is there forever and ever and ever. So the guidance from Allah Azza wa Jal is there forever and ever and ever. How is this guidance reflected on the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? How is it reflected? Ah, here comes the next ayah. Now, the guidance that comes to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is such, is such that nothing that comes out of his mouth is uh, uh, random. Al-Hawa is random, is uh, uh, abstract, is from his own uh, desires or uh, uh, wishy-washy thoughts uh, or uh, sporadic, Al-Hawa is sporadic idea, something that comes up to you Oh, you know what? Let me scratch my head. They ask me a question. Uh, oh, brother, is it okay? Uh, today it's a little bit hot, not too fast these days. Oh, say, oh, let me scratch my head. You know what? Oh, let me see the temperature today. It's about 30 degrees. You know, you better not fast. That's how. That's a sporadic idea. I, but if I go back, to the uh, hadith and to the ayah, to the wahi of Allah Azza wa Jal. So I'm not going to utter something that's not based on absolute truth, on the guidance that comes from the eternal, that comes from Allah Azza wa Jal. So the dalala, when Allah says, ma dalla, he never is lost. So whenever he speaks, whenever he brings an answer, you ask him the question, he will tell you, wait. Let me see. Let me wait for Al-Hawa. In fact, this was uh, an interesting story when the uh, 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 a delegation from the Jewish uh, groups came from Medina to Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. They wanted to meet this person who is claiming he's a prophet so that they can go back to the people of Medina and tell them what about this uh, issue happening in Mecca. So they asked him some questions. 
which they think, they thought that he would never know, like the people of Al-Kahf. What do you know about the people of the Al-Kahf? So the Prophet ﷺ waited and he said, okay, you come back to me later uh, when Allah will tell me about them, then I will can give you the answer. I'm not going to give answers based on something I heard from your stories or the stories of others or from other people. I will not express my I, my my own thoughts uh, the way I it comes to me. Uh, there are other uh, other cases where a woman came to the Prophet وسلم, and she asked him she asked him about the issue when her husband uh, told her I will treat you from now on like my mother. You are no longer like a wife. I'm not divorcing you, but I will treat you like a mother. You are uh, no longer a regular wife. So she came to the Prophet وسلم, and this is in Surah Al-Mujadila telling him, look, this is what happened. That's what my husband told me. This was an old uh, uh, custom uh, or type of uh, uh, act which was to happen in Jahiliyyah before Islam. And my husband now is repeating that, And but we are Muslims today. So how do we go by that? Uh, and now he, she says, after he mentioned this issue and he made that decree, he retreated. He said, okay, now it's enough. Now you are uh, again back to my wife. She said, no, no, no. I want to go to the Prophet ﷺ and ask the questions. And there the Prophet ﷺ, he did not yet get a wahi on this issue. So there is no wahi revealed. So he abstained. He did not tell her what's the, how to, uh, 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 what's the rule on this issue was saying well your husband is an old man be uh, uh, be nice to him but uh, hold on and she's debating so the prophet Allah revealed the ayah saying Qad Allah has listened to the uh, dialogue between you and the woman who is arguing about her husband and here is the story here is the case that's the reality of this type of issue, which is called Al-Dihar, and this is the resolution. This is how it will be resolved. And then the Prophet ﷺ, he received this revelation from Al-Wahi, and he conveyed it to the woman, and he told her, look, this is what Allah wants you to do. One, two, three, do this. If it, if it doesn't work, then do this. If it doesn't work, then do this. And this is not the place to discuss that issue, but that's the the the, uh, the the subject matter. So this is He's not the type of person uh, you will you will he will reveal uh, thoughts, ideas fabricated from his own whims, whims he, or whims. He doesn't do that. He takes it from al wahi. That's the next ayah. In huwa illa wahyun yuha. It is nothing but a wahi that gets revealed to him. So the issue of this man, he is never lost. He's on the correct path. He's well-directed. He's well-guided. His guidance is continuous. His guidance is uninterruptible at all. It is all there. And it's not like a Najm, a star that could fall at any point of time or could disappear. Uh, although it may, st it may stay for millions of years, but it doesn't mean it will stay forever. That type of guidance 
is not permanent. And note the resemblance here between words. And this is the power of the Quran. Sometimes I like to, to bring this issue, the power of constructing the syntax and the lexical structure of the Quran. It says, najmi ida hawa. When the najm falls down, the word hawa means fall down. Here in ayah number three, it says, ma yantiqu'an al-hawa. It's the same word, al-hawa. But in the first one, in the first ayah, hawa means falls down. In the second part, ma yantiqu'an al-hawa, it says he utters or he speaks or he produces ideas based on hawa means random type of thinking, not permanent, not something uh, uh, sustainable, not something reliable, not something that you can rely on. Al-Hawa, just like the Najm, the, the, the star can fall and you cannot rely on it continuously, those uh, uttering of words or bringing ideas or, uh, 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 or providing answers which are uh, uh, based on Hawa, which is not stable, something not stable internally, it doesn't happen. The Prophet ﷺ doesn't do that in the same manner like the Najm when it's Hawa, when it goes down. So this, when you read these two words, uh, two ayah, while you are reading them, you don't even think about them. They are, they are similar in lexical structure as words. So you repeated these two words. Of course, they are separated by one ayah. But that is a powerful type of structuring the words. So the man that you are talking to, who is Muhammad sallallahu alaihi who is bringing you this surah, that in itself shows he is not insane. He is not a magician. He is not a poet. Because these words are not words of poet. It's not just a rhyme uh, uh, doing this uh, uh, rhyming of the words. Hawa, hawa. This is the same word repeated twice uh, with one ayah separating them, but they carry totally different meaning lexically, but when semantically, when you look at the meaning, they provide the same uh, indication and the same meaning. In huwa, in huwa, uh, and this in, in Arabic, this word will say in huwa, it is for sure, it is certain, this is for a, uh, for assertive type of, uh, uh, of sentences. In huwa, it is absolutely, categorically, no doubts, uh, no ifs and buts, no maybe, oh, it could be, no, in huwa, and then it says, illa, this is another tool, so these are, Allah Azza wa Jal is using these two tools, the word in, illa, illa, is exception. It is absolutely nothing but. That's how the structure is. It is absolutely nothing but. That's what this is. In huwa. In huwa illa. Illa is except. But here it says, it is nothing but. It's absolutely nothing but wahi. So it's not says, it is wahi. You could say, huwa wahyun yuha. Because if, uh, if you are learning Arabic, whether you are an Arab who have, you, you lost your uh, uh, Arabic uh, vision and structure, or non-Arab, and you are just learning, you say, oh, you know what this means? 
It means huwa wahyun yuha. It is a wahy that's revealed from Allah Azza wa Jal. No, that's not the meaning. The meaning, it is nothing but wahy. It's absolutely nothing but. And that's, a, you are making an exception of all the universal set, the set of all possibilities. What else it could be? It could be uh, something somebody is telling you, some stories. You are making up some stories. You are a genius who are uh, uh, making up something good. You are reading some some books from the Jews, the Torah, uh, could be, or some other literature. There, there are many possible sources. You could have heard it from some poets. This is part of the Arab poetry. No, no. Take all of these possibilities. You make an exception out of all of them. All of these that you may think of are null and void, are absolutely no. The only thing that is valid about this man, Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and whatever he is bringing to the table, everything is false, everything is absolutely rejected, everything is no, except one and only one thing, which is wahi. That's what it means. In huwa illa wahyun yuha. It's absolutely not nothing, but it's a wahy. So I'm swearing. It comes until until now. The meaning. I make a swear by the najm, by the star. Once it falls, as much as anything else can fall, no matter how big it is, no matter how long it has been in the skies, it will fall. On the other side, in front of you. There is someone who has a Quran in his hand. He's bringing a Quran. And this Quran, this Wahi, is absolutely, is absolutely valid uh, on the correct path. It does not experience any type of loss. Ma dalla. He doesn't have any dalala. Cannot be lost. He's not astray. He's not corrupt. He's not internally unstable. And whatever, whatever comes from him is not based on hawa, not based on something that is collapsing, that's falling, that's uh, uh, false, uh, that is sporadic, that's random, that's not real, that is uh, imaginary, uh, that is wishy-washy thoughts, that's instinctual by the instinct or by the desires. It's nothing like this. Nothing that comes from him is synonym to al-hawa. Desires, wishes, wish, wishy thoughts, randoms, etc. And, and it is absolutely nothing but wahi. But wahi that's being revealed to him. That's done. That's the first four ayahs. It sets the stage. The stage is that there are two parties in the streets of Mecca one party declaring says, I have a Quran being revealed to me from Allah Azza wa Jal. A Quran that tells you straighten up, live up to the worship of one and only one God. It's one Rabb alone, one God alone, like this, the, the last surah we did. Allah is one and only one. لم يلد لم يولد لم يكن له كفوا أحد period that's what on one side on the other side 
there is Abu Jahl, there is Abu Lahab, there is Al-Walid bin Mughira, uh, there is Biden, there is Trump, there is uh, Putin, there is all of these uh, uh, so-called elites on the other side who are trying to nail down this man. Oh, this is crazy. He's lost. He's astray. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He's uh, uh, absolutely random. Here comes, that's the stage. So this, on the stage, two parties, one party holding the Quran and one other party holding everything but the Quran, but Islam, but the truth. And their best and best of the best of guidance is nothing but like something, a star that shines at night and disappears at day. And they wait for it, for the night to come up and it may not never come back. That's the stage. And Allah now is interfering on this stage and providing the ultimate resolution on this on one side says look you guys on the on the left hand side led by the elites of mecca and the, the elites of london the elites of these of uh, uh, washington and moscow and others you guys you have a source or a point of reference which is collapsing or collapsible it can collapse on one side. On the other side, you have someone who is absolutely on the right track. He will never be lost and never speaks anything on his own. And everything that comes from him is nothing but wahi. That's done. And that's the, the interference of the Almighty Allah Azza wa in the midst of the struggle happening in Mecca. And that's what provides that power and energy for the Muslims at that time who were with the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Allah Azza wa spoke on the issue. We are absolutely on the right path. We are absolutely uh, uh, following a guidance that will never fail us. And these guys, they are following a guidance that will collapse one day, if not tomorrow, today, then tomorrow. That gives me comfort that my that my my counterparts are failing, and their frame of reference and their support and their super star or super state is going to collapse, and they will be left alone, and they will be astray. It's a comfort to the people on the track of da'wah. Then, and it's a comfort on the track of da'wah today. So today, when I read this, I will think of this deeply and say, this Najm, that all of these kuffar, uh, followers of kuffar, munafiqoon, uh, uh, puppet states in Pakistan, in, uh, in Bangladesh, in Egypt, in Morocco, in Iraq, in Syria, all of these, your Najm, your star is collapsing. And my guidance is Allah beyond. He is the creator of the star. He's the creator of all of these. He's the his domain overrules and overcomes and overpowers all of these stars that you have, which they will collapse. So I will be on the right path and I will steadfast on it because I know that it's not that my path is correct only, but I know that the path of the others is collapsing because they will lose their support and their guidance. And that's how I, what I take over. It's not, I'm not going to take only the linguistic 
lexical meanings او النجمي اي ريد تفسير ماني تايمز اي ريد طبري اي ريد ابن كثير اي ريد سيد قطب اند ذن اتس فاين اكسبلين وات داز النجم مين وات داز هوا مين وات داز ضله مين اوكي اي جت اول اوف ذس بس ذن وات دو اي تيك اوف ذس وات دو اي تيك اوف وات ديد ذا صحابه تيك اوت اوف ات وات ذا امباكت اوف ذيس فور فيرست فور ايات تو ابو بكر تو حمزه تو بلال تو مصعب تو صهيب تو الارقم تو عثمان تو علي تو اول ذيس مسلمز who were in desperate need who were looking at the situation with all of these gangs gangs ganging against Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam and against his followers what do i take of this what does it mean to me it means their star no matter how big it is will fall whatever they rely on whether it's their authority their money their wealth their intelligence uh, Uh, their uh, nuclear weapons their uh, armies their 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 in, in, uh, intelligence uh, spies all over what is their rely on that big thing no matter how big it is it will collapse and it did collapse for mecca it did collapse for all the arabs except for muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam why because he was supported by the wahi and and he followed the wahi totally even not in, in in actions even to the words that come from his mouth even the words the talks the verbs the the, the characters whatever he says who says means whatever he utters whatever comes from his mouth he never brings out of his mouth anything that's based on wishy-washy thoughts based on fabrications based on Uh, uh, nullified things will never, never, ever. ما ينطق عن الهوى إن هو إلا وحي يوحى. Now, after that, brings details. This is a style of the Quran. Let me tell you about this وحي. Says إن هو إلا وحي يوحى. Let me tell you about this وحي. And start talking about الوحي. that deals with Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam how this guidance to Muhammad peace be upon him comes from Allah azza wa jalla the almighty to the heart and the brain and mind of Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam he brings details but that detail becomes significant only once you know the reason for that is to keep Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam to make sure and to support him that he is absolutely supported by guidance from Allah Azza wa Jal through the Wahi, through the Wahi. That is the, the, the significance of the first four ayahs. The next ayah from uh, ayah number five to uh, ayah 20, to ayah 20 or to ayah uh, uh, 18, which is both uh, 14 ayah, small ayah, talks about the uh, uh, details of this wahi, the relations that happened between Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam and Jibreel, how Jibreel alayhi salam is bringing wahi to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam and in certain incidents uh, which are absolutely beyond 
the comprehension of a normal human being because Allah is talking on these in this ayat in a domain in a domain beyond the domain of mental perception so it, you take it from Allah because the first four ayahs set the stage Allah says look the man that he's talking to you and bringing this ayah is not astray is not insane is not on, on a lost path or wrong path he has wahi and this wahi now once you believe in these four issues now the rest of them are details are details like uh, if I tell you a story say look uh, uh, I did go to, I did travel to the uh, let's say to Russia uh, in such and such year and come back and got my degree so that issue let's say if I sit it and you believe in it and you accept it now I can give you the details how did I go there what did I do and how I come back and whom I met uh, and who helped me in the road uh, how did I fly in how did I fly out those are details but if the first part of it is under suspicion then the details are irrelevant but if the first global picture is well defined well structured and well accepted then you are interested you could be interested in the details so let me give you the details and there will be a matter of knowing about the details not questioning them if you want to question question the base of it question the base once you accept the base then the rest are details that's what in fact we we say in our daily life uh, i will give you my abstract i said it set my abstract if you accept it you believe it you understand me then i can give you the details but if it's rejected from uh, the, the start you don't accept it you don't believe it so never no matter how i tell you about the details are irrelevant so here comes the details once the stage is set and the facts are established and the belief in them is firm then i can talk to you about the details and those details I will talk about them in our uh, uh, next meeting, inshallah, for this tafsir. Uh, uh, I told the brother that I could make the, all the 26 surahs, ayats. I would, but I wanted to set the stage for what comes next without putting this in perspective, this, the environment in which the surah was revealed and the issue it wanted to establish and this big picture about the source of guidance if you if your source of guidance is based on some material being on uh, a limited being whether it's the uh, heavenly star or the world stars those it's one issue and that will collapse and will fail on the other issue there is the absolute guidance coming from the creator of the stars from the sustainers of the star from the creator of the human himself from Allah that's on the other issue no comparison between a limited time being for uh, guidance and support and and uh, the uh, uh, following certain lifestyle and the one that relies on the absolute eternal absolute knowing and the one who's beyond and beyond and beyond all of these limitations of the material being so that's the stage we set next time we will go into the details for what how this wahi issue uh, uh, takes place uh, in one incident at least. 
and I would stop right here uh, uh, and see if we have any uh, questions uh, on this issue. We will uh, take them, inshallah. وجزاكم الله خير والسلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته. Okay, uh, if there are no questions, we will uh, stop right here. I will make the dua, uh, inshallah, for uh, all of us. I, I pray to Allah Azza wa Jal to enable us to understand our deen uh, as much as he wanted us to understand and to be able to implement this Islam in the real world so, the, uh, uh, so we live under the banner and the rules of Islam enjoy its uh, justice and the abundance that Allah has promised uh, enjoy the uh, fact that Allah promised us when the Khilafah uh, may Allah uh, uh, bring it about uh, uh, for us and for all the world all the world is in desperate need for a system that's based on the absolute guidance from Allah and to remove from this world the guidance by whatever star the world is guided by whether it's capitalism or democracy or uh, secular state or civil state may Allah uh, make all of this collapse as much as a Najm had collapsed uh, and may Allah replace the fear that the people live in the fear from the unknown the fear from the conspiracies the fear from the uh, uh, exploiters of human uh, being replace it with the security of the uh, Islam and the rules of Allah may Allah forgive all our sins in this month of Ramadan replace our sins with hasanat and uh, uh, bring us and give us the uh, our uh, ajr and treat us with the best of our deeds rather, rather than the worst of our deeds and to uh, uh, to bring the maghfira uh, the forgiveness and the rahma for all Muslims for our parents uh, for our scholars uh, for our children for our wives uh, and for the people that uh, care about us and we care about them uh, may Allah grant all of you the health and the forgiveness and the mercy. Inshallah, uh, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran tafsir, and sirah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment, and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about IslamPodcast.com.